0: hey what's up guys dan binder boneyard coming at you once again from the parts cavern nos pile break room bathroom um (laughs) cold storage right now because it's getting cold out here central oregon um yeah it's like 30 this morning. It's supposed to be 26 for the low tomorrow. So, it's getting downright chilly. I had to dig out the thermals and I'll probably start wearing them uh soon, probably maybe even tomorrow. I don't know, we'll see. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Um I know the last couple pods have been I've missed. Uh I've been on the road, been super busy been out of control a lot going on the whole thing with Kendra and the and the TV production stuff um, so that was uh, that took a ton of time and then being down at the show I was really hoping to interview John Glancy from Super Scout and Lightline because that's where 90% of our parts come from and I was hoping to get Jeff talk to him but just it was so slammed everybody was running a lot uh it was just hard to get everybody on the same schedule so i just had to bag that so uh, i'm sorry for the missed pods i know know you guys like them and i felt bad about it uh hopefully i know uh brad my production guy is on vacation Uh, he is doing work remotely but uh, sometimes we're not always on the same schedule so uh yeah Thank you. All the support, all the likes, all the shares, all the follows. uh, Five-star reviews on iTunes. It would be awesome. Thank you. Uh, Patreon support. If anybody is so inclined to pledge, you know, a dollar a month uh, to the cause, um, Patreon. uh, Binder Boneyard at Patreon. uh, That is where you can donate. Uh, It all goes towards the greater good. Uh, You know, these things don't produce themselves brad has to get paid so um you know it's uh it's what it is this is this is a service i provide to the community and hopefully it helps some of you i know the feedback i get is pretty encouraging so uh i'm gonna keep doing them of course uh this is we're only, you know, the tip of the iceberg as far as international podcasts go and and um, being that they're only half hour long, you know, we've got a lot of ground that we can still cover uh, in in uh, quite a bit of time. So again, thank you everybody for the the support. I really do, really do appreciate it. Very grateful. I know you guys are taking time out of your day to listen and and whatnot and comment and stuff so if you ever have any questions things you want talked about uh, binder boneyard podcast at gmail.com that's where you can reach out or grab me on the uh, socials i know a ton of you guys follow on instagram and facebook and stuff so uh the binder boneyard facebook page is about to get hit heavy again um i've been kind of neglecting it i'm not sure it's just it's so bumpy For some reason, the business pages on Facebook don't operate like the personal pages, and they really are a pain in the ass to use. So if uh, you guys have been watching there, if anybody subscribes to the Facebook page and wondered what the heck's going on, because I haven't updated since like April or something, uh, we're going to start dumping a lot of content there again. And I'm hoping to get on the YouTube channel again and really start cranking content there. So hopefully you guys can follow along and uh, enjoy enjoy all things international um so upcoming shows and events i don't have anything on my calendar as of right now until march 16th through the 19th of 2019 the route 66 cruise that i'm doing for my birthday and you guys are welcome to join in your international vehicle It starts in Bakersfield, and we head east for a couple days until we run out of time, and i got to go home. So speak up if you want to join in. I've got three or four guys that have committed already, and I think it's going to be a great time. I will be driving my 56 S100, so it will be a slow drive, which I think will be even more fun. So, yes, if you want to go, want to join in, I'm hoping to have a special lady friend on this trip, but, uh, you know, who knows what happens with me and special lady friends. So, all right. Speaking of Fall Rally, because that's a show that I just came from, i uh, do a quick recap of that. got there on Thursday night, dropped Kendra off at IH Parts America because she had business responsibilities there. Then I... It was raining. I did not want to set my tent up in the rain, in the dark, so I crashed in the truck in the Raley's, which is like a Safeway or, you know, kind of a little bit more upscale grocery store, a Raley's parking lot there in Grass Valley. Had a good night's sleep. It got a little cold. It's getting cold up there, too, and uh, but I had a good night's sleep. Got up. There was a Carl's Jr. in the parking lot across the street, so had me a Carl's Jr. for breakfast, which I don't eat fast food hardly at all. So um, that was a little bit like I worried it might mess up my stomach or something. But no, all good. Uh, and then got over to the showground, got my spot, set up my camp, cause I camp there, just tent camp. Um, set up my spot, got parked. Uh, unloaded Robert Searles all fiberglass scout that we had started the assembly on, uh, he provided a completed body. We built the chassis, uh, and I mean, from scratch, we took the frame rails and cleaned up all the welds, ground off all the slag, gusseted the spring hangers, did, um, gusseted the rear cross member. Changed the transmission mount or not change it, but updated the transmission mount so it was sturdier. Um, set up the exhaust a little different and then uh, assembled it 392 from SJ that's been ported and balanced. And, uh, aluminum valve covers, aluminum intake, multi port fuel injection, super built 727, Dana 20, uh, 44s front and rear with e lockers, chrome Um, what else? Four-wheel disc brakes, the IH Parts America sway bar kit, the IH Parts front crossmember kit, uh, or straight steer kit, I guess you'd call it. Uh, we brace the frame, uh, rebuilt steering box, you know, heavy-duty tie rod drag link, the whole nine yards. Like, you, it was top of the line, best you could do. I mean, nickel-copper brake line, nickel-copper fuel lines. You know, we nicknamed the thing rust-proof because with the all-fiberglass body, and all the stuff we did, it's it's damn near rust-proof. And yeah, I know, I get it. The frame can rust from the inside, even though it was powder-coated. It'll rust from the inside, and the leaf springs can rust. I get it, you guys that want to fucking nitpick me for my nicknames. I get it. It's fine. You're smarter than me. Whatever. But that's what we had been calling it. So I think he was happy to have it. It got a lot of attention. A lot of people took pictures of it. Um, if you guys have photos and you're posting them, please tag binder boneyard in them that way i can see what uh what you guys all thought and i appreciate that so other than that you know the show was a little slow this year i think the weather scared some people i didn't sell nearly as good as i normally do but i also didn't take nearly as much stuff because i was by myself and with kendra being here oh excuse me with kendra being here it was um tough to really load and sort through stuff and Jamie has a full-time job, so she's only around a couple hours a day, so she was doing what she could to help me get loaded, and we just had jobs to get done, and, and Robert scout to finish out and prep, and so it was just, there's a lot going on, so I didn't take as much as I normally do, and um, it just, I think that didn't help, so yeah. That was about it. I didn't win anything in the raffle. Uh, The dinner was amazing. Uh, Norma Ismail always does an amazing job cooking. Always does great. Such a good thing. Hmm. Excuse me. I love supporting that dinner. And uh, it's just, it's good. So, um, won a couple awards. I mean, I always get the sponsor plaque uh, because they just do that for everybody. But sponsors. And then I won second place for Crew Cab or Travel All Travelette class. Uh, I won second place behind Rob Gvojkovic's beautiful 66 Travelette. Uh, that's just it's perfect, just about. So I can see why I got second place. Uh, I think, you know, I'm not, I'm not a sore loser or anything like that. I do not do these things for the trophies. Uh, I don't do it for awards. I don't do it for recognition. I only entered the truck... I entered the truck really just because, I don't know, I just felt like entering it because I got a free registration anyways with my vendor uh, sponsorship. So, you know, parking it out there. I didn't wash it. I didn't clean it. It still had road garbage in it and dead bugs all over the grill and the windshield and, you know, diesel spilt down the side of it and, and all that stuff. So I was happy to walk out of there with second place, even uh, even in the shape that it was in. And it's funny everybody who saw that you know my cummins my 12 valve that's in it is an 89 so it's non-intercooled and so it just has the pipe going right out of the turbo right into the intake manifold and i don't know how many people came up to me at that show and were like hey you know if you put an intercooler on that and change the turbo it'll have like a hundred more horsepower i'm surprised you didn't know that and I like how people assume that they're the first person to ever say something to me like that. Especially like, um, you know, not just that, but like I always have trailer tire problems. Uh, I haven't lately, knock on wood. But uh, I had in the past and never fails, never fucking fails. My Facebook just blows up with people going, Hey, you know, they make heavier tires. They make tires that are rated heavier. Hey, did you know that? And it's like, yeah, I did know that. Thank you for sharing. And it's just, it's the same thing over and over again. So, uh, so at the show, it's just full of people going, Hey, did you know you can do this? was like, okay, I get it. Thank you. Appreciate it. I know everybody just, everybody means well, but it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if people like telling me things like they try to, um, make themselves seem more smarter or more important or whatever it is but yeah okay you got it you you know the quote unquote professional professional restoration shop you're you're telling me a thing or two so i get it but anyway so thank you for everybody that voted for my truck and thank you for everyone with your advice so That was pretty much it. I loaded up what I had left. Jeff at IH Parts bought several pieces I didn't sell, which I was grateful for. I went up to IH Parts on Sunday, picked up some large pieces that I didn't have and I needed and save on shipping, and then hauled from there down to Sonoma, California to uh, Function Drives Forms shop for their Scout build. They bought a 800B from me a few months ago, and they're in the midst of full restoration on it so they needed some parts so dumped that off for them then I hauled ass home uh went through you know the armpit of california it's like satan's anus down there normally it's so friggin hot you can't stand it but it actually was semi-enjoyable this time just because it was october so ran down ran through there um you know got diesel and weed like always and then made it all the way home i got home at like two in the morning uh, so i was in bed by 2 45 or 3 which is nice but i was up at 7 30 and then back in the shop on monday answering phone calls and returning messages because when i'm at the shows i don't have a lot of time to respond to messages or or return phone calls because it never fails i'll get a break and i think i can talk on the phone and then all of a sudden, my you know somebody will walk up and have a bunch of questions and want to buy something, and there I am on the phone with somebody who might not want to buy something. So, oh, excuse me, God. Um, so I just try to um, just hold off on the messages and stuff until I get back. So uh, then I'm back, and we sent little Dijon home today, which is good. Ryan. I think he's gonna really like it. And then, oh, we brought in a scout uh, yesterday. Um, son of Hooper on Instagram. He uh, dropped it off, dropped it off yesterday for some tune-up, R and R drivability stuff. So we got definitely shuffling work through. I know there's a lot of long-term projects. I just posted a picture of the Traveler that we've been uh, working on for a long time. Uh, that I just posted that on Instagram to so check that out. Um, and I put my 59 travel up for sale also on Instagram and Facebook. Anybody's looking for one of those. Uh, but I got a travel all coming in. Um, hopefully, well, I think Tuesday is the day I'm going to go get it, but, uh, I'll update you guys on that a little more. That's, um, I haven't had a driver travel all in a while, and you're probably going, geez, Dan, why are you getting a travel all? Well, thanks for asking. I am getting this travel all because winter is coming on, and my travelette I'm going to take down for the winter. The transmission is getting sloppy. It's getting hot, uh, really hot. It's shifting really soft, Um which I don't blame it for, you know, 50,000 miles of towing abuse and running the shit out of it. Like, it's... I get it. It, it was... It, you know, the, the motors turned up a little bit. I work that thing like a bitch, bitch every day. So, I, I get it. Um, some people are like, oh, man, that sucks. But, you know, it's it's really... I don't know. I like the drivability, the automatic. And it's okay. So... Uh, The pump needs to be rebuilt. The engine's starting to run really rough and funny, uh, which it had from the beginning. But we were always able to kind of tune the roughness out of the pump. And now it's just too... It's getting worse. So the pump needs to be rebuilt. I like to build a fuel tank for it that goes under the truck. So it uh, actually... I have a full bed to work with. So got that. So I want a driver. I know I have the diesel cowboy truck, the my 92 Dodge, that is also a friggin' beat to shit work truck, but uh, this travel all I had the opportunity to trade some parts for it, a little bit of labor, and it's a good candidate. It has a lot of new parts in it, uh, and, it's, and it's not... I'm not going to say it's been well taken care of, because uh, it's rusty, and it came out of Washington and whatever, and it's bright friggin' orange, but it's got a it's a good candidate for a driver and something that I can beat on this winter i mean it's four wheel drive it's half ton uh it's it's in good it's in it's a good uh what do you call it just a good candidate for a winter beater because i mean yeah i could have a scout maybe but the travel all, you know, you can put so much stuff in the back of them. You know, I can still run to the powder coater. We can still load the thing with the forklift. We can still do a lot with a travel all. You know, I mean, the damn thing's eight and a half feet long when you fold the seat up. And it's over four feet wide inside. So, I mean, I can still haul four by eight sheets of plywood and whatever I want in there. Uh, so it is just, it's a very versatile truck, um, travel alls. I've always loved them, but you know, I'm like, I'm not a soccer mom or, uh, you know, have a family or whatever. So, uh, (laughs) it's just not, it's not, um, I don't know, just not my style maybe, but this particular one, something spoke to me. It's got a big roof rack. It's got a winch bumper, you know, it just has a lot going on. So I will post a photo of it to Instagram so you guys can check it out that would uh that way you guys can kind of see what i'm talking about and um i think that's it for new rigs i know josie's really been enjoying her 68 scout that she picked up recently and i've been helping her with that so um yeah that's that's good stuff so um speaking of new rigs and whatnot I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a tangent here about something I saw today on the Facebook about flipper shops again there's a guy or there's a shop um, that I see on Facebook I'm not gonna call them out specifically but they're out there and they use terms like fully restored and You know, 100% whatever. And I just, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. I can't stand when these shops um, use the term, use those terms, fully restored, 100% restored. Like, it's not. It is not fucking restored. You have a gauge screwed to the bottom of the dash for your oil pressure or your temperature or whatever. Uh, That is the worst. Worst way to do it. Like it drives me nuts. Absolutely nuts. When your shifter has a gigantic boot, gigantic boot to cover the hole in the floor for whatever reason, uh, again, not restored. That is maybe resto mod, but more like hack, hack fab. Um, any of you guys that are hose clamping gauges together and, and screwing things to the dash and, and calling it restored like no that's not fucking it and you're giving restored a bad name and you're making scouts look bad when you do shit like that so i mean it just it's irritating so when you're out looking for a rig and you see the term restored like really um really think about it because it is more than likely not restored when the dash pad is all cracked when the you know the armrests are cracked or they're Covered in some weird vinyl that you know they're trying to just cover up for some sin. Um, that's not restored, and don't pay fucking restored prices for it because you're just perpetuating a terrible, um, a, a terrible cycle right now where you can where guys can put together shit show, shit shop stuff, and they're still making money. Where you know guys like us uh super scout i mean uh yeah i mean super scout sells great parts but um guys like scout co and ih parts america and us you know that are doing full restorations down to nut and bolt and trying to do them the best we can and um you know as true to the factories we can in some in some respects uh you know it just It's so irritating. And yeah, people lose their shit over shiny paint and fancy graphics and whatever. But it's just you're selling yourself short when you fall for that sort of stuff. So, uh, you know, and I'm not saying everybody call out these shops that are doing this sort of stuff. But don't support them. Don't buy their shit. If If they're screwing gauges to the bottom of the dash because the factory gauges don't work, Or they want a second opinion. That's the one that drives me nuts, too. They're like, well, I don't know. The gauge is reading in the middle, but I don't know what that means. Well, a lot of cars don't even have gauges. You know, they've got fucking warning lights. Or, you know, I don't know how many trucks from the 70s and 80s did not have numbers on the dash. They just had hash marks, and you just knew. It needed to stay between these two fucking hash marks. And so now these guys are like, well, I need a a gauge so I can see what it's doing. Like, okay, I can understand that. If you put a mechanical gauge in to corroborate the story of your electric gauge, factory gauge, so you can learn that, hey, middle of the gauge is 180 for temperature. Okay, I understand that. But once you have it figured out, Once you know that middle of the oil pressure gauge is 40 PSI, take the fucking gauge out. Don't leave these shitty three pod gauges screwed to the bottom of your dash and then sell the scout as restored. That you're, it's not restored. That is, you know, resto mod maybe, but more just like hack shit. Uh, There's no reason why you can't have a classy interior with the correct gauges and understand that between these hash marks is what this means. Um, And and half the time when you're selling your Scout or when these shops are selling Scouts, they're selling them to guys that don't even care about the gauges. They just want them to move. They just want to be able to look down at the gas gauge and know that they have half a tank. They want to look at the gas gauge and know that when it's at the last hash mark on the the temp gauge, uh, it's overheating. Like that's what most people care about nobody else cares about oh it's got 25 pounds of oil pressure instead of 30 something must be going on like no nobody thinks like that anymore and even if they did it they understand how to read good old electric gauges so that just it's one of my biggest pet peeves people spend thousands of dollars at our shops to get rid of those under-dash gauges they really do, and so to see these other shops screwing them in as they're doing the work, it just—it's so frustrating. It's so incredibly frustrating, and so, you know, that's that's where I'm at on these things. It's just—I mean, use your head, guys. Look at stuff. <laughs> if anything's added on to the dash, it doesn't fall under restored anymore. It just doesn't, you know. So anyway that was my rant on restoration shops and stuff like that it's just these body shops that are trying to make a buck because you can get a scout for 2500 bucks paint it and sell it on ebay for two or for 25 000, and now all of a sudden everybody's trying to make a buck so yeah anyway but all right guys thank you I'm gonna cut it short i gotta go home and get some dinner i'm hungry so thanks again thanks for the follows thanks for the likes thanks for the shares thanks for the patreon support thanks for the pledges you guys i love you guys so appreciative um i'm gonna put together another cast for so saturday's podcast will be pretty good i think i got a lot of neat stuff i want to talk about uh so thank you again love you guys and uh, i'll talk to you soon